Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, Kix. Hi. What's up? We were just discussing if I still drink box wine. Um, I do not. I don't not, think there's but... shame in it. No, I, I don't either. I actually just don't like the taste anymore. <laughs> I think, I, you know, I, I I don't think you're alone in that. Like, that, yeah. that's why a lot of people kind of, like, veer away from it. Well, Black Box is, like, actually, like, a good brand. But there was just, like... Is it? I, yeah, I actually, for a while, liked it. But I think if I'm going to do a box wine, it's going to be, like, a cold... I was going to say the same thing. Like a rosé or a white. Because think... then I can also make a spritz with it. Well, when you think about just like juice sitting in a bag on your counter. Yeah. Like in your hot apartment all day. In plastic. Right. It's just kind of like a weird thought. When you really, really like think about it. Yeah, when you it. get the fridge, to the nitty gritty. The fridge doesn't feel so weird. And the fact that it's like good. Once you open, it's good for 30 days. Oh, really? Yeah. That long? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm having, it's called Alto, Altos. Altos. Yes, I've had Altos before. Malbec? I love it. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, I've had I've had Altos. Altos is good. Mm-hmm. I have like a new ritual where on Fridays I go to the wine store, um, the nice wine. I have like a fancy wine store that I'm like mm-hmm. a member. I have like an account ad and stuff. You have one of those. Um, I do, yep. Yeah. Like not like Thank a, you, Tom. I do. Okay. Not like Fuck a liquor you. store, like a night, like a nice. Oh yes, it's a wine. Yeah. So I'll go. I go and get to a bottle of something I'm familiar with, and then I ask them to pick me a bottle. That's cute. Yeah, and then something I, just have I don't a think that night. people talk about enough, maybe because it was just we grew up in like a dry county, is that like when we were kids, our parents had to be members of restaurants to drink there. No, it wasn't of the restaurant. It was of. With the state of Texas, there is a drinking club um, so that you weird. had to provide a membership ID to to buy a drink out at a restaurant. You had to show that you were a member of this like drinking club in Texas where you through the club, you are registered to purchase alcohol. But just say you were like 40 years old and showed your ID and showed that you were 40. They wouldn't serve you alcohol. It's insane. I mean, it's crazy that we grew up at the dry. We grew up in a quote unquote dry county that you can't buy liquor, not at a restaurant. Um, you still like can. there's no. Yeah, it's you're, still you dry. Still can. Yeah, it, it's so crazy. I mean, we've our parents moved there. We moved there when like before I was. No, I was like six months old. And it's still they have to drive like out of. Out well, of I mean, to, it's only like it's a 10 far. minute drive. Yeah. yeah, it's not far, but it's still just it's really odd. Like in the Lord's year 2023, there it's still a dry county. No, I know. I don't understand the reasoning for dry zoning. Because yeah. in my mind, money is money and we live in a capitalist society. So if you have yeah. a business that's willing to like boost your economy, why not provide that business? Yeah. That, it's like the same thought process as having, you know, weed shops. Yeah. Although, yeah. I got to say something about that, though. In New York, it's like, it's, it's, we're like pretty much legal here now. Um, and there, there are on my block, on my block, I'm not talking long block. I'm talking about like 34th and 33rd. Like that's the block. 
Got it. There are three dispensaries. <laughs> I know. Pet Shop Boy um, posted on his stories the other week and it was like, I don't need an eighth. I need a deli sandwich. No, literally. I, you can't find a grilled cheese out here. <laughs> if I come home, so if I come home late and want a grilled cheese and a bag of chips, I got to walk over a long block. I don't. I actually, there's none by me. Dispensaries? No. That's so I've weird. In Queens, they are every. Here. Where? I guess, yeah. They are everywhere. I mean, they're on more. I mean, like, if you walk down a block, there's another two. Like, and I was hesitant to go in them because I was like, how legit is it? But I mean, it is legit. I'm buying edibles there now. Nice. And they also don't. So there's that one in Chelsea where you have to, like, pay a surcharge. I walked in right. and I was like, can I just have the, like, the mint canister? And she's like, yeah, cash or card. And I was like, cash. And she's like, okay, have a good card? day. They took, I mean, they took even, card. I think they. I think she meant debit card. I think she meant debit card. But got it. Even in Massachusetts, they still like when we were there last, which is. I mean, we should have gotten something. I guess it doesn't. Well, matter it doesn't anymore matter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. When we were there, like a full year ago, when it wasn't legal in New York City, you still could only pay cash and. No, you could do cash. debit card. Oh. Yeah, you can do debit card anywhere because it's the same thing. Yeah. Um. No, but it was so casual and I just walked out with it. And like the only times I've ever, even when you purchase at that place in Chelsea we've been to, you had to like mm-hmm. go to a counter first and then you had to go into the store and the, mm-hmm. like, and then once you got your things, you had to go back to the counter and then you had to pay like a daily pass. So then it's like all this like. I know. I just keep forgetting paywalls. it's like legal here because it, we, it just hasn't been for so long. And like the hoops that you had to jump through in Massachusetts. Yeah. You have to like walk through before you get inside. You have to show your ID and then they like unlock a door and then you walk it. Even though it was still legal. It was like all this crazy stuff. Yeah. Well, I guess it is convenient, but I would like I would like a deli Sammy sometimes. Not on because you don't want to get that seamless. <sighs> it's so expensive. It is expensive. I just, the delis by me, I don't like as much as the deli that I only seamless. <laughs> the del, and you know what, Kix and I used to live in Harlem and the delis uh, in Harlem are fucking so Broadway's good. finest. Broadway's finest deli is Broadway's motherfucking finest. It is on 150th or 159th One, in Broadway. 149th. 49th. Yeah. Sorry. Um, in Broadway, um, it burnt down in the pandemic. They rebuilt. Tastes the fucking same. It's so good. It really is. The sandwiches oh. are so fucking good. Oh my god. So good. That is the one. That is like one of the big things I miss about living up there is the the access to just like a griddle that's never been washed. That's like oniony and. But the um, one thing we have out chopped here, chopped cheese. Even though right. I haven't eaten beef in fifteen years, it's still I probably eat it on my grilled cheese. You like, eat chopped cheese sandwiches? No, I'm just saying what's no, no, no. I'm saying like oh, the like grill, it shares the it just shares the chopped cheese yeah. and the so you get all that. For those that don't know what chopped cheese is, it's there. It, yeah, is it beef or ro- yeah, it's beef, it's roast, roast beef. beef. Yeah. It's beef, yeah. And cheese, and they throw it on a griddle, and they just like literally chop it up, so it becomes. It's like, like a Philly like a... cheesesteak, except not the cheese spread. It's like the same idea. Yeah, but but Philly cheese, yes, but it's different because it's like literally yeah, like a chopped not... like mixture. It like looks yeah. like it's like a taco on a kind. Of, it's like yeah, it, it looks more taco meat than it does because <laughs> yeah. then it does like yeah. Not for me, but I've heard they're great. But the people I know um, who get it love it. So happy for them. Yeah, I, I that 
the, but see, the thing they have out here in Queens that they didn't have before in Harlem is that they have, um, we have more diners, mm, which is There was nice. that Wahai Diner in Harlem and Washington. Yes. Good. But the diner, the diners are nice because you can get really good pancakes. Yeah. So uh, that, that's a plus. But, but I've tried to get a grilled cheese and french fries in the diners. Seamless. Awful. Every time. Fucking I just don't, or I mean, I just don't really eat out like delivery that much. I got Domino's last night. What am I talking about? Uh, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I had McDonald's breakfast Monday morning. Ah, uh, <laughs> so good, so lucky. And it was good. actually pretty cheap on Seamless. It was less than twenty dollars for one sandwich. No, I got two sand. I got a sandwich and then a biscuit and then a coffee and a hash brown. And it was seventeen dollars. I mean, I, I know that that is expensive if you are walking up to a <laughs> yes, McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, it would probably be, but it probably would still be twelve dollars out of out yeah. of McDonald's. Actually, no, it was it the 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 combo meal was twelve dollars. So like, it really Fuck. I didn't even really pay that much on top of it. Inflation, honestly. Yeah, that's expensive. That's I mean, expensive. Fast food is kind of expensive now. I mean, yeah, it really is. Some of it, I'm like, what are we doing here? Taco Bell, Taco Bell is, is expensive. No, I would never, I just, but that's like, it's not a good reason to go. Yeah, but the Taco, like, okay, okay. So but like to me, Wendy's, I want to spend, I would spend dollars on, when more than I, dollars on Wendy's. Well, we, and we have a Burger King in walking distance and Ooh. I have not, we have not been, it's not, that was we never something We were not that, Burger King kids growing up. We although, were strictly McDonald's and Wendy's. But have you had their spicy chicken sandwich? They have a really good chicken sandwich. No. It's actually lit. Do they hate gays? Because Wendy's has it. Uh, or, uh, Everyone Chick-fil-A hates gays. Who cares? <laughs> Chick-fil-A hates gays. Chick-fil-A just publicly so hates gays. Yeah, gays. Yeah, like the true. others just like put money in dark places. Yeah. The Burger King might have like a gay burger for June. Right. And that, like all the like, proceeds go to conversion, conversion therapy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Um, well, we are fresh off of our Rock of Love episode, which was a blast. I really oh love God. those girls a lot. And I'm not just talking about the girls in Rock of Love. I'm talking about yes. <laughs> Hannah and Tyler. I mean, yes. we had such a great time with them. And I, you know, I hope that, you know, something that I have received feedback from people who are listening through our new pivot of the podcast is some people are like continuing to watch the shows that we were watching. Um, our parents. Well, what are they watching? I have to tell you that. Mom are... and dad watched Rock of Love. Oh, they did? Did they like it? <laughs> well, they were appalled. <laughs> yeah, well, I know. They shouldn't have watched it. That was one that I did not think they would and like. Marianne, but they love, fla- they put, love uh, Flavor of Love, which is crazy. She was like, you put us on blast every week on the, that show. And I was like, no. You do it. This is, you do it, Kix. If this is the worst thing about their parenting, that's what I said to her. It's like, if the worst thing that we're talking about is that you wouldn't let us watch MTV, like, well, Pat the, yourself on the back. The worst so. thing we'll talk about on the pod, yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, I hope that was an eye-opening. Actually, you know, I do hope that was an eye-opening experience for them yeah. um, and a learning opportunity for them <laughs> to realize what we were watching in our rooms. Yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> no, um, you know, long, long, we, we have some... Some longtime fans that have continued to watch Mob Wives and are updating me on that, which is really exciting. Kix, yes. you jumped off Mob Wives. So I need you to get back on because you didn't get, I know, I need to jump you didn't back get on. into like the thing that I want you yeah. to see. 
Yeah. Just do season two and then you can like never watch again. But I loved it. I just have no reason not to watch it other than I just don't watch it. Right. Which is kind of the conceit of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am watching a lot of stuff and it's not just the Gordon Ramsay show. Yeah. What What are you watching besides Gordon Ramsay? Well, well, we'll explain. Am... Not everyone is crossover here. So we were on, oh, sorry, we, were sorry, on sorry. we were on Kendrick's podcast, uh, Reality and Comics 2, and um, he was asking us what we're watching. And I listed off all these things. And then Kix is like, so I'm watching Top Chef. And then I'm watching this new Gordon Ramsay show on like a streaming service that no, no one's ever heard of. And we're it's like, on, like ne- it's on network TV and also on Hulu. It's not like on like weed.tv.net. <laughs> like, wait, actually, though, speaking of that, there is a show I want to watch that's on Freevee, which Freevee is like Amazon's free version of Amazon Prime. It's called Jury Duty. Have you heard oh about this? Oh my god. Have you heard about it what looks the show is? So fucking hilarious. Yes. yes. So do you know what the conceit of the show is? Yes. Yeah, so there's tell one, everybody, yeah. Yeah, so there is one man. No, I on paper it seems mean, but I just listened to an interview with James Morrison who's in it and he talked about how James Morrison, Oklahoma State grad, oddly. Really? Yeah. I don't actually don't think that he graduated, but so. corn corn fed does a body good. It does. Oof. <laughs> He that's, is that's hot. The only one, but yeah, he is he's hot. hot. <laughs> he's hot. <laughs> um, no, he. So he was saying that. Well, so the conceit of the show is there's one man who thinks he's going to jury duty, and what little does he know is the entire, literally everyone in the case, every juror, everyone watching is an actor playing into this storyline. It's kind of, I have not watched it, but on paper, it's a little bit like the rehearsal if you watch, Mm -hmm. or Nathan for you, like it's a very Nathan Friedman kind of like idea to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I guess there's this one guy and he is just navigating like this jury duty situation as he would naturally while everyone around him is actors but james marsden plays himself and they like i won't spoil anything but they have like a really cute kind of like banter this guy in him he's like i think i know you and then like because they're spending every day together he goes and like watches all of his movies that he hasn't seen and talks about him with him like in on break it's like it's it's so endearing so endearing but i think it's and i've seen there's a clip i've seen that have you seen with the old woman no, Getting but the, high there's a very funny. There's a very funny clip of James Morrison at, being asked if he's ever been on jury, and he said, "Well, I was on the Academy Awards jury, so if that counts." Oh, great! <laughs> I didn't see that, but I want to watch it. I do. Yeah, I do too. Um, wait, but what? What are you watching besides this Gordon Ramsay so, show that you told Kendrick and you. I about? Yeah, and what yeah, is? Yeah. And you know what? While we're here, plug it away. What is it called? It's called Next Level Chef. It's actually really good. And that's the annoying okay. thing is that um, I like watching it. It's like, a, so there's three levels in the studio. The top level is like state of the art cookware. They get the first pick of the ingredients. The medium, the middle level is like fine cookware. They don't have the sharpest knives, but they'll do. And they get the second pick. And then there's a basement, which is like shitty cookware. They get dull ass knives, tiny little stations to get the last pick. So like in each, like Gordon Ramsay has a team, Chef Naisha, I can't remember her last name, has a team. And then Richard Blaze has a team. And so the teams move around on the levels each episode, like depending on if they won the last episode. Like if you win the last episode, you get down the top. The bottom people like battle it out. 
Okay. And then the loser gets on the bottom. It's really good. It's like, it's a quicker, yeah, like, but you know, I, I really, you lost St. Richard Blaze because he bothers the I shit. I know, I know you, you hate him, but, um, anyone I whose hair really like is it. a part it's of quick. their personality is needs to look within. Yeah, sure. You know, well, I it guess is, it's like a quick, it's a quick, like cooking show that's, uh-huh. but it's not like so stressful, but it, they have like, there's the reason I started watching is because there's a social media chef on TikTok I really love. And so she was posting about that she was on the show. And so, so that's why I started watching it. I mm-hmm. honestly, I would recommend. <laughs> Great. What else? Oh my God. I just kicked. Something. So what I else? watched the most recent episode of the challenge because you've been offline telling me that wait 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 wait. what do you mean you watch like mid-season just a random episode yes i know all of the players no of which season though the the world championships no not that season that's not the one (laughs) there was it came on literally april 12th was the most recent episode no 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 it's 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 writer dies the like network the one that was on mtv last oh not the one on paramount well, but you must par- start at the beginning. You cannot start in the middle. It's fine. With the not cha- with Rider Dies. No, I promise not okay, with Rider Dies. The challenge, this one, it's like all players that we've met before, mostly. Wait, no, but also no. Like, there's literally, like, there's there's players from all over the world that we've no, never I learned know, anything about. No, but there's, about. like, seven of them out of, like, 23 yeah, now, that I don't know. Now, there is, but there was actually, there was actually 14 of them in the beginning, and you just missed all of them. <laughs> here's the thing with the challenge it's like you can hop in though like and get everything the one thing i don't like about these new challenge seasons there's not enough fucking people I agree, used to I agree. people used to blackout fuck then the next and day fight I, I want someone to punch someone physically fight and yeah. then the next day i'd have to climb mountains in the below freezing weather yeah. that's what i want to see. i no, i agree but rider dies i promise is so good it is really good. There's twists and turns and there is an injury that I have I don't get like shocked and freaked out by thing like injuries. Usually I'm laughing. I gasped. Like I Okay. I was laying in bed watching it with my AirPods in cuz Brian was asleep next to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I literally go <gasps> and I think I woke up. <laughs> but I because like the challenge is literally a career for some of these people like Johnny Bananas is like he has like another TV show I think but some of these like Tori Deal I think is her name is on like almost every season and so this is her job is to be in the best shape of her life be it's so she's a vegan she doesn't drink it's like I get that you need to work out every day because you get like you at the end you could win like half a million dollars or quarter of a million dollars but mm-hmm. it's like let's party i know and let's hook up on the bunk beds and then the next day fist fight each other that like that i know no i know i know i miss i do i do miss that aspect of it too and we will do a challenge episode here on the pod because kicks and i really love the show and we'll watch an old we want to watch an old old episode yes and one of my um some of the darkest three months of my life in my adult life I binge watched literally 15 seasons in three months. So it holds a um, special comforting place in my heart. <laughs> well, after watching, no, I, I, we have, we all have those shows. Yes, I, yeah. I have done that with hoarders. Um, oh, <laughs> which we, oh, that, that is on an episode you have not heard yet. I was yes, like, when did yes. we talk about hoarders? You'll hear that soon. Timeline wise. Yeah. You'll hear that soon. Um, no, uh, the challenge though. After watching this past season of Ride or Dies, 
I realized something, and and this is going to be a bold statement to make, and these are two shows that I love very much, but for me, it's it is more entertaining, more watchable, more just like user friendly than what happens on both Big Brother and Survivor. Absolutely, Survivor. Like I used to absolutely ride or die for literally, and I can't I can't do it anymore. It's so Jeff is so into all these twists and turns and I don't, I know you have not watched it. You've not watched any of the COVID seasons, right? Like, no, the only, well, that's, I watched um, winners at war. Right. But then you don't, you have not watched 41, two, three or four. No, 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 no. So I watched 41 and two, which were a slog to get through. And then 43, I couldn't do it because everyone was way too nice. And then 44, <laughs> I can't, no, I actually can't I'm handle not it when rolling there's no my eyes you. I'm rolling nice my show. That the, no, the I know show. they, they, he and he's you know Jeff Probst has gone on like interviews and things like that and talks about how Survivor is a kid show and I'm like it's not not my Survivor. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? No, he says that he he believes it is a I show mean, for everyone. Out of, out of kid, the reality, he says TV it's a show. It is the most family friendly. I mean. Yes, now, but like in the past, I mean, people are they're naked. not fucking and fighting, literally. But yeah, no, but people are naked. Yeah, it's intense. Like in the early seasons, like that. This is my other thing with it, and I do. I would still go on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get it twisted. Here. Yeah, I would, I would still go on the show. Um, mostly because I think it would be an entry into other reality shows that I could go on. Like, I think you would be amazing on the challenge. Okay. Uh, I think so too, because the challenge until you get to the final challenge, the only, okay, actually though, I disagree. There's one thing that I would run into problems with and that, what? Is it the eating? No, not the eating. It's the, it's the actual uh, elimination challenges. Mm. It's usually men v men. And I can't, can you, can you picture me and Fessy or me and Johnny Bananas or what's the guy's name? Uh, Jordan. Or me and Jordan. Like, oh, I would love me and Jordan though, because I love Jordan. Yeah, I do too. He's hot, and he is very, very shockingly fit. I know, but he's like, probably he smaller than me. But could throw me above yeah. his head, and he then, has like, like the triangle like body. It's like waist is the size of a like little thimble. And he's a triathlete. Yeah, yeah, great. Cardi. But but <laughs> if I was in a check, can you imagine me and CT playing like like grab the pole? That's, <laughs> that would called. be that would honestly make me cry because I would be so proud of you. Proud of be- me? He'd smash my neck into <laughs> ten pieces. That would be one of the most epic things you would could ever do in your life. <laughs> yeah, I come home from the challenge in a neck brace. And like, what happened? It's like you'll have to see. That's kind of sweet, but like sweet as in like cool, not like <laughs> not. It's not like your neck. I just have no, a little bit. No, the episode bit. I do want to cover is this famous CT and um, Johnny Bananas like battle at the, um, and he picks him up off his back. Oh, well, that is a I good don't want. <laughs> yeah, see, I love. There's a, the the second season of Bloodlines. There's a fight between. So Bloodlines is the cousins. The cousins. So <gasps> Bloodlines was. They would do seasons like Bloodlines because it could introduce new characters to the challenge. Because at some point they were doing so many challenges, they couldn't keep pulling from real world and real roles because they were running out of people. So they're like, "We'll bring a friend on," and then then they're in the challenge. Literally, universe. so it's people who've never been on television in their life. Which some of that is ride or dies, which is why I think you should watch it. You would like it. Oh, okay, I'm sold. Because some of them are ride or dies within the challenge, but then a lot of them mm. are ride or dies with rookies. Mm. And okay, man. do you remember? 
Um, I couldn't find did you it watch? on our Apple, our Apple no, it's, TV. We'll talk offline. I told you where it was, okay, but okay, I, want, I don't great, want great, it great, to be great, online. Great. Um, I've purchased it. I'll leave it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Okay, okay. We won't tell my mom that. No, what was I saying? Oh, no, did you watch Love Island US, the second season, the season with no, Cachet? Justine. I love Justine. Okay, Justine is on the challenge, though. Yeah. But yeah. not not that season. Okay, never mind. There's a, there's a Love Island person that you would love. But I, anyways, but only... Bloodlines. But no, no, no. But Bloodlines okay. season two. Bloodlines two was the first Bloodlines I watched. It was the first season I watched. It has an epic fight between Jenna and who I used to love before she became a deep, deep Trumper. Um Jenna I'm married to that well, and big, he, he huge is, asshole. He's such a dick. What's his name? They have babies. What's his name? Tyler? I Matt? It's something, something like very Josh. Yeah, it sounds like that. I I honestly think it is. Josh, it might be Josh, yeah. yeah. No, Jenna and Josh. I hate that. It's cr- But yeah, anyways, anyways, up. they get blackout once again, missing recipe in the challenge these days. Mm-hmm. And Jenna and her cousin just they fucking hate each other. And but the the thing that's hilarious about the whole season is they hate each other, fucking slay every challenge. Kill it. <laughs> they if they don't win, they're like literally second. And TJ's well, like, that's what's like, unfortunately, like don't know how you're here, but you're in second. That's what's so funny about Jenna is that she always does incredible at the challenge. Also, famously, she gave up on the finale um, with her boyfriend at the time. Like they didn't want to eat the girls' food and literally just quit. Yeah. Um, but in but in this episode, they go out and then they, they're fighting for some God. Oh, her cousin wants to go home. <laughs> she's like, yeah, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. I'm it's so tired really of this. Stupid. And so they just start fighting. And like she's home like, as in like America, not like the bed. Yeah. Right. And she's like, you this is she was like, this is all you have to Jenna. She's like, <laughs> you just have this show. And but I have a life actually back home. And Jenna, with the clapback of the century, goes, oh, you do. You have a life back at home where you work for the family bakery. <laughs> <laughs> and famously, Jenna, I mean, not famously, but Jenna is not like a reality TV star. But th- that oh, I, dis- line, I completely disagree. I think I she's think great. She's- I don't think she's upfront. Like it doesn't cross her mind that she is so good at reality television. Mm, I just, I just, I disagree. I think she gets a little sleepy late in her later seasons, but I think you don't remember all of bloodlines on like there's like five seasons where she's in back to back. She's always down to get a little messy. And then once she gets back with what's his face, that guy, Joe or whatever he called him, Josh, that he, he kind of brings her down, which I hate to see that happen. And he's a dick. He's a dick. Um, and a lot of the guys in the challenge. And he are cheated dead. on her. Yes, and she came crawling back. She should have gone home to the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, watch Ryder Dies. I would love to talk about it more. Um, put it on. It's okay. great. I watched the wrong one. You I did. was so excited last night. I was like, I but also, why this. would you start? I still can't believe you started in the middle of a season. It's not that bad. It's especially it's, if you were so excited to watch. Why would you not start from episode one? Because I wanted to be able to talk about it. Oh. But I fucked up. I haven't up, seen that episode so. that you saw it yet. I'm behind on world championships. I've only seen the first like three or four. But get caught Wait. up. Wait, did you watch? <laughs> what, uh, what are you? What oh, am sorry. I watching? Yeah. Um, You know, I didn't watch. So I've been, you know, deep throating the challenge. And then. <laughs> right. <laughs> which we just went off on, which which has been great. Um, 
And, you know, Summer House still is, like, not it. And, you know, I have to say, I'm I'm actually changing my tune a bit on a subject that I had taken a strong stance on. Mm-hmm. And that is the Danielle v. Uh, Lindsay situation. Now, mm-hmm. Lindsay, I still, you know, I think Danielle is being a good friend by trying to say what she's trying to say. And Lindsay is not willing to listen to what she's trying to say, which, like... We've all been in that situation with someone where we're like, you don't hear me. I'm literally just trying to look out for you. But they keep my my issue with it now is Danielle is so persistent on talking about it on camera. And so annoying. Lindsay is like, hey, like, I thought we squashed this. Like, why are we still talking about it? And I and I don't really understand what Danielle is trying to do. Do, I guess and I like Danielle but I think there's a there's a television element that they're not totally mm-hmm. they can't talk about and that is why when the cameras go up are you pointing why is this the story like when we literally last week said we're fine and then I don't know it's just it's, it's I I think they need ha- to all take a break from the show and rekindle and everything will be fine but agreed I I am happy I, yeah, I'm happy that people are coming around, (laughs) back around to Lindsay, because you know that I love her so much, but I am frustrated that it's like a little, it's just like, shut up. Like, no, really, at some point, at some point, something that you and I have talked about offline in very serious conversations is like, you're not dating the person that this person's like, Mm -hmm. like, me and this person I'm dating is she's not your girlfriend. So like at some point you have to be like, that's the, let it that's go. the person for you and let it go. Yes. There are. Um, yes. You, you can't, you cannot make decisions for your friends. You can't in the end, like no matter how close you are, like they are their own people and they are in their body more than you're in their body. So like, they're mm-hmm. going to feel their feelings in ways that you even, no matter how close you are, they're going to feel the feelings in ways that you may not understand. And sometimes you just got to smile to, and say, I love you not, and I support it, you. Yeah. And so that's what frustrates me. And I use you and I as an example, but like, it's just, it frustrates me because at some point she just has to like literally learn to let it go. It's going to be fine. Like whatever we have talked about this. It's like, whatever, if, if it was Lindsay and Carl being like, well, we love each other. Sex is great. And we both want kids. Like, why not? Let's figure this out. Whether it's as basic as that, or if they just genuinely have this beautiful connection, so be supportive and shut the fuck up. Like, it's like, but in Daniel's, I know, but in Daniel's, but in Daniel's defense, sorry, go in Daniel's defense. They, she has known both of them for so long. It has to be crazy weird to see in literally seven months. Seven months is a really short yeah. period of time to go from talking to dating to moving in together to ring. To buying shopping. a car because they made that very clear. I honestly get it though. <laughs> but I, I don't like, I don't, the part where... I get mad at Lindsay where I'm like, I wish you heard when people are bringing up things like this, it's not because they're not happy for you. It's because they are looking out for you because she does, she would do the same. And I understand that argument, but Danielle, like we said before, needs to just drop it because we're not going to get anywhere. But the, fr- the, the frustrating conversation that happened with, um, 
Danielle and Carl about like Carl was like well you moved in with Robert after like two months like and he was and she was like well that's different you're looking for rings after seven and it's like why are it's like I get where Carl's coming from of like you can't come to us and be like you guys are moving so fast when Danielle moved in with a man that she had known for like maybe six months and move like it's just like they're it's I don't like the pointing fingers of it all, but at the same time, it's like you have to understand that it's not your life, right. and you're being a little hypocritical. So yeah, but also I did not like when Carl said to Danielle when he was like, "Is it because we dated?" And it's like, okay, shut the fuck no, up. With that, that was really fucking annoying. Like, that, don't say that. A, yeah. Like that was that was six years ago, and that is that has yeah. nothing to do with the situation. Yeah, I really don't think that she. Like, there are people that will forever be in love with certain people and pretend to be happy for them. But Danielle is not that to me at all. Cares. I don't think she cares at all. I think she was, yeah. like, not into Carl because he's a fucking asshole. Well, he, was when he was time, using. He was a huge when he, fucking dick. Right. So, when he was yeah. using, he was an asshole. So, um, yeah. I just, you I know. just, I, and I said this last time we talked about Summer House, but I feel like we're getting, we're, this season's going to end up being this, like, beautiful transition season of, like, the new cast with um some of the old cast being kind of on the back end of not back burner for lack of better terms of summer house because i'm loving i'm loving the new girls i'm loving sam i love sam Sam, love i just think we're it's we're having like the new people are shining because everybody else is boring not that the new girls are no that guy's i forgot about him honestly but the new girls are shiny because the other girls are kind of like in the background a little bit and their storyline is like not it. Mm-hmm. But so I think, I think, yeah, I really think next season is going to be amazing because we're going to get Sam and Gabby back for mm-hmm. sure. Sierra and Maya, absolutely. And then Paige will probably be there. And then Amanda and Lindsay and Kyle, I feel like will be kind of like in and out. Yeah, like I agree. This season. Yeah. I agree. And then you know, we I we guys we got to bring some gays back into the mix. I promise gays. you they would bring it, okay? And I'm and I'm talking about me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I seriously, why aren't there gay people on the why show? Why am it's I really not on the show? Crazy. It's crazy to me. <laughs> I, I think will, you and Sam would have the best of time. We would. We really would. I would love it. I really would. I think that we would have great fun. And I think <laughs> I think I would get into some trouble. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Although I don't know I, who I'd fight with. Speaking of summer house and gays, what? I said I don't know who I'd fight with. <laughs> I know. I think I don't think you would fight with anybody. I think but I'd just maybe be like Kyle. Maybe, but I, I don't know. I, I like think Kyle and, and I would get along. Head to head and yeah, nice, maybe, like, no, I think maybe Paige. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a fun frenemy I mean, situation. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, speaking of gays in Summer House, the Martha's Vineyard premieres this Sunday. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, great. Well, we'll, we'll be tuning so in. I'm so excited. Same. You know, we have a wedding in Martha's Vineyard in a year, and I'm so excited. Who's we? Me and Brian. Oh, I was like, not you. I didn't mean to say like that. Not you. I was you. panicking. <laughs> I was panicking about my um, like calendar because I'm like trying to get on my Google Calendar shit. So, <laughs> uh, no, not you will not. I mean, unless things, some things change in the next year, I don't think you'll be included That's in this. Fine. But it's fine. I've never been there, and I'm so excited. 
No, I I'm jealous because I've always wanted to go. I'm trying to get mom and dad to get a house there for like a month when they're doing their like, let's figure out where we want to live. They shouldn't they live should there, but it. they should get it. Yeah, they can't because I, I don't. What? Who? I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Who knows? I mean, you're on an island and you can't go anywhere, which I think would make them go a little cuckoo. Yeah. Like there's not an airport and driving and distance. Not, like, boat people. So like, no. it's... yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I just, I'm excited I selfishly want them to get a house there so we can be there. Got it. That's where you're telling them to go, wherever you want to be. Got it. Yes, essentially. Well, I mean, that would make them happy because you'd be there. But Um, wait, so something that did unfold in the pop culture world since we last spoke was the flop that was. Well, we can wrap. We can wrap with Coachella if you'd like. Um, The the flop that was the Love Is Blind live. Now let me. Oh my God. I just want to break this down. So I had a a girls' night with like my best my best gays from uh, college on Sunday. So Judy's, if you will, my good Judy's. Yes. Um. And I was not going to be able to watch it live, which I was okay with. But if I had not had plans, I one thousand percent would have been sitting in my bed with uh, a glass of Savvy B, waiting for it to come on my screen. Now, if you don't know and you're living under a rock, uh, Netflix completely flopped it and it it was it came on two hours late. Now something You're that, not Beyonce, period. I no, wanna start there. But Beyonce wouldn't even come on two hours late. Only because there was a tornado, did she? So Oh yes. <laughs> That's there's no tornado. No, I know, I know. I'm making a joke. Um no, so what I didn't realize about it. Something that really made me laugh is Netflix threw like a press live watch party event, like at this Mm. huge venue in LA. So they had all these industry people there, influencers, reality stars, um, just like a lot of randos there. And it was like, it was, I think it was tangentially like attached to wherever the actual taping was. Mm -hmm. And like they had people hosting it, like all this stuff. And so, these fucking influencers. Some influencers were trapped um, at a Frank Ocean concert in the middle of the desert, and the others were trapped um, in a warehouse in the middle of uh, God the is valley. Good. She is good. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for the Love Is Blind premiere. I mean, honestly, same, similar experiences. Um, so, oh my God. they Both were just flops. trapped there, trapped there, waiting for something to happen, and so they're just drinking and getting wasted, and then it does Two air. Two hours is a long, a long time. time. And the reunion itself, um, I don't know if you saw this, but when Netflix did get it up, you had to fast forward two hours to get to where the airing started because if you weren't watching it, like you had two hours worth of just like, we are not ready for you yet. Oh my God. I did not know that. I got home at like 1130 and baby, that reunion had was only like 30 minutes in. So I started it, but I, I, I could not finish it. And it was honestly, it was also really a flop. Well, what's hilarious to me as someone who works in branding and PR and marketing and all that stuff, it's kind of genius and unintentionally genius because sure. everybody is fucking talking about it. Yeah, like, but then once once the red light's on and you see that all these people are like, well, I haven't seen you in a year. So this is the problem with the show is that, one, the people are not reality professionals. 
like they're not good at reality TV, which is fun for non fun f- things, which is fun for the show. That's like right. what makes the yeah. show good. It's like it's like because 90 it's Day Fiance, not live. right? Yeah. Like yeah. watching like these like um, really like otherworldly characters on 90 Day Fiance try and navigate through a, a foreign country is hilarious because like these people are so out of touch. Similar to Love is Blind works really well because they don't know how to communicate. But when that red light is on and things are live and they can't edit except just take a new camera angle, they don't really provide much content. And they're also not smart enough to realize that we're here to watch drama unfold. And a lot of them were like, well, to be honest with you, Nick and Vanessa, I'm so over this and I love this girl now. And it's like, well, unfortunately, like, I don't really like to hear. I mean, I'm happy for your love, but I really would rather hear more about um, how you guys still hate each other because that's what we just watched. Right. I heard that Nick and Vanessa also were a big flop city. So Vanessa's trying. Vanessa, you know, Vanessa, I think if she had someone else sitting next to her that wasn't her flop Mm -hmm. husband, which we don't talk enough about him and how he sucks. Everything with him and Jessica. Well, Oh, the Jessica of it all. Absolutely. It just, they leave a really bad taste in my mouth. Jessica also has gone through so many ups and downs with like addiction struggles and all this. And he he continues to kind of just like pretend she doesn't exist in the press still Mm -hmm. to this day. I just think there's a lot of yucky stuff there. Team Jessica for life on that. Absolutely. If you ever, if you ever need a good deep dive on their relationship, Danny Pellegrino does posts about the newlyweds and, uh, Jessica Simpson Thursdays. Does he still do? Yeah, Jessica Simpson I don't know Thursdays. if he does them anymore, but you could go back and find them, I'm sure. And he also often will have, like, rants on the podcast about them. But, um, no, so I think Vanessa would be better next to, like, if, I guess Andy's a bad example, but, because Andy's a pro, but if there was, like, another counterpart, um, what's his name? Michelle Collins. Michelle. Well, Michelle Collins is on another planet, so I don't even sure. want to. <laughs> she would eat Vanessa alive because she'd True. be so funny, and Vanessa wouldn't know how to like interact. I think a I better would... person would be um, the lady sitter, Justin Sylvester. Is that his name? Oh yes, 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 yes. I think I think he does a great job on That's E, really but on good. E they're not always looking to get like two in the mix with the people. Right. Like they'll they'll throw light shade at them, but it's never and like, at each other, and it's cute and right. E. But it's not. Yeah. But it's not like too quippy and too witty. I think he like if she was sitting next to him, I think we would love Vanessa as the host. But she's having to lead this because Nick is like, well, in my experience from being with Vanessa successfully for so many years. And then it's just, and they're live. This is live. <laughs> and he is looking, he's like slouched over, just like so not present there. And I, yeah. But then another part of it is these people got married a year ago. And it's shocking to me that all three couples that said yes are still married. I saw someone broke up. After the taping. No. Great. I mean, people broke up. There was there was, there was was one couple that broke up before the wedding. Mm-hmm. There was one couple that he ditched a girl and then engaged to another girl. Yeah. And then I, I there's one don't, couple. I don't know their names. Because if you listen to, once again, crossing. <laughs> if... It's fine. Don't, you don't need to like look it up. But um, regardless. Okay. Three said yes and are still together. And that's more than ever has been on the show, like, Mm -hmm. at the same time. Usually it's one or two. Mm -hmm. And for me, 
the, the, this is some of the most mismatched season of cast of characters. I wonder if they're just kind of up together for the the gig. Like yeah, but they've been together for a still year. Still in on the bit. Yeah. I mean, they've been married for a year, but they've also only been dating for a year and a half. <laughs> no, so dating for a year, a year and, and two weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's right. not like they're it's they're not at year ten. Like no, I know you're right. They're but I think most of the couples. Now that I think about it, though, I, I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong in the in the comments, but I'm pretty sure most of the couples that do get married have stayed together. I think the Love Is Blind has one a much from last season that I didn't watch, and I don't know why I know this did get a divorce. Um, which one? Oh, it yes, wasn't... but they weren't together. So they, so it's they they did not say I do at the altar, and got then he, they went their separate ways, and then they got like engaged again, and then he kept cheating on her. Raven and um, Raven. I'm forgetting his Raven. name. Yes, but a lot of people that go through with the marriage, they kind of stay. Which I mean, means... I, the only people I really care about are Lauren and Cameron. And and they should they're... host. They should host the show. They should host. That's a really good idea. They, they are perfect. They're, they would be perfect because even because if they Lauren's... were bad, but, yeah. but even if they were bad, we have a connection to them because they are so loving and wonderful and we've seen their relation to play it on tv i don't think people would care and they've been on tv so they're like kind of used to it a yeah. little bit and she is and a host like now. she's an influencer and a host yeah so i think she would definitely he's literally like it. a fucking scientist so he probably has better things to do yeah well <laughs> global warming's happening so he can stop working on that so um, no, Love is Blind kind of, you know, lets us down at the end every time. No shit. But that's why I love it. Could have told you that. Love is not blind. <laughs> love. And that's the other thing. Love is not blind because all these people are breaking up and getting with other people. There were two yeah. couples that broke up with their partners and got with other people. I'm like, yeah, because love ain't blind, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, I want to talk about Coachella because there it was talk about flops. Brink Ocean allegedly, by allegedly, I mean, literally didn't perform. I was like laying in bed thinking about it because I love Frank Ocean and he's so fucking talented and it's annoying as fuck because he hasn't come out with new music. He never performs live. And the one time he does, he, I think he literally did it like the day before. I was like, oh shit, I have to um, perform. No. Do you know what happened with the ice skating rink? I'm sorry. You don't yeah. know about this? No. So the whole, the whole like Frank Ocean appearance concert moment on the stage was all going to be done on an ice skating rink. And there were going to be, be people ice skating all around him. Like while he sang, like he was going to be sitting on stage singing and people would be doing like triple axles <laughs> to thinking about you. I don't know. That's like the only Frank Ocean song I know. <laughs> I know, I know, um, there's a couple on Blonde that I do You could probably start to finish seeing the whole Channel Orange album if it came on and you would know every single one of those songs. Yeah, I, maybe. <laughs> I really don't have a good... I I know Godspeed by, on Blonde. I know that one too because it's always on my R&B playlist. But regardless, he was supposed to be singing you know, Godspeed while these people were triple-axing around him and then um, about an hour or well, two hours before the show... Um, comes on, he says, I don't want to do that anymore. <clears throat> and asks that they melt the ice. <gasps> which is why they started late. 
Oh my God, I did not know this. Melt the ice, which is why he had all these people just standing around him because that was kind of what they were going to be doing on ice <laughs> and they were on foot. Oh my God, I had no idea. And so, yeah, that is allegedly what happened. And then, so he started late, didn't know how to put the set together because he had started late and then ended early and abruptly. And everyone was like, okay. And then I guess- I would be pissed. People are wondering if he's going to come back uh, for weekend two. Right, because, yeah, I was going to, is he, I don't I don't know how those work. It, you headline them all weekends. Okay. Both weekends. So, I mean, he's he's contractually supposed to, so. I don't but, know. I will say I, but, last year for Coachella outfits, it's one of my favorite, like, two weeks of influencer culture because it is, it's similar to the Olympics. They work very <laughs> This is their Olympics. You're right. This is James Charles's Olympics. No, it literally is. No, I'm not. I'm not kidding. I'm just laughing because it's so crazy. So disappointed in the lack of chaos outfits. I am bummed. I'm bummed. Last year we got some of the most banana shit I've ever seen in my life, and I think the people that did crazy shit like um, Griffin Maxwell Brooks, they're a swimmer at. Princeton, I think, and an influencer, and they wear the <laughs> Never craziest. Never heard of this person. Oh my god, obsessed with them. I'll send them to okay. you. They wear that. You'll recognize their TikToks. I'll. They wear the craziest shit, but they they're in on it. They're like, I'm just gonna wear two belts around my two balls. And... Wait, are they blonde? Yes, yes I know exactly and, who like, this super is. Fit. Yes, I know yeah. exactly who this is. And so it's annoying because like whatever they wore, I was gonna be here for, not in like a annoying way because they're like i'm here i'm gonna wear something really fucking insane and it's called camp so <laughs> got it but everybody was like from last year with everybody's like frou-frou pants and feather outfits uh well the, but the style but the style now is like a is more like who me i just threw this sweatshirt on like oh like it's, it's not a, no it's no one's thinking t-shirt that right has holes in it. right yeah yeah um, what is the term? I learned about a term today and I'm forgetting. Quiet luxury. Yeah. That, that's so weird that. Yeah. I talk about it. We talk about it at work. All I, the time. I was, I'm unfamiliar with that term, but yeah, that I would mean, be an aesthetic I'd like to continue. Same. It's like what I'm striving for, I guess, but same. So it's essentially like non-branded, very expensive clothes. Well, you non, look, not, you say like non-branded, like, as in like, it's they're not nice Gucci brands, patterns. but yeah. but it's not yeah, yeah. shown. It's not a Gucci yeah. pattern. It's like a Gucci T-shirt that was, is from the '90s that costs you a thousand dollars. Right. Um. It's very popular. Yes. In New York City right now. Um. And has been for many years. But the the influencers who are now making money at age twenty can also participate. Yeah. <laughs> so. it sucks to hear that. Yeah. Well, I strive for that but i do i agree that we need more chaos and the looks the one thing that i saw going around though that i really need to draw uh some awareness to is if you are going ladies late ladies and anyone who chooses to wear skirts with belts if you find yourself kind of like gravitating towards like a belt that looks like it kind of some coins wrapped around each other and you're choosing to place that kind of below below the hip in like a loose fashion um i'm gonna ask you to not do that 
And and if that's over because a gaucho, over a dress and jeans, you know, it's it's all something that was done before, and we will look back at you, and you will la- laugh at yourself and feel ashamed. Yeah, I've seen a ton of memes being like, go back to the early 2000s fashion when your jeans looked like this, and it's like huge bell-bottom jeans that are soaked in water right. because they're so long that just g- drag to the fucking ground. Yeah, but they kind of think that's cool because they're like, I've been places. <laughs> Like, I think they don't think that's that weird. Uh, he, yeah. He, he, he. Um, also, I watched New Jersey, and it's also kind of mad, but I just want... I didn't watch. I did see the one clip of Teresa being like, how much... Like, it was like 60 euros, and she was like, how much is this in English? <laughs> She's an idiot. She's we an love idiot. her. I, I mean, I, I love I, her, but... Yeah, I'm kind of indifferent, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but... We have some exciting coverage for um, all of y'all to hear. We are taking ourselves to the outskirts. Outskirts. <laughs> Talk about early two thousands fashion. The outskirts of uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, because we are covering season one, episode one of Dance Moms. It is an amazing honestly one of my favorite episodes I've watched of television in a very long time. I can't stop thinking about something that Tom said on the episode that I just need to say here. It's one of the most beautifully unintentional put unintentionally put together pilots of television I have ever seen in my life. It is it like like Martin Scorsese should take a note before he tries to win another Oscar. I'm like, this and is I have how you never put things watched together. Dance Moms before until we recorded. Um, well, until I watched it before we recorded, of course. But um, I cannot recommend enough. Chef's Kiss, fantastic! It's on YouTube. It's literally on YouTube, so you don't have an excuse not to watch it. Um, so yes, Dance Moms <laughs> season one, episode one. That is what we will be covering for next week's episode of the pod and uh please let us know um if you would like to hear us talk about any other shows in these mini episodes these are what we're watching episodes we are happy to uh chat about anything you just kind of free format but um and let us know how you're liking all of our throwback recaps and if there's one of those that you'd like to get on the docket we have uh quite a few lined up uh you know what they're exciting let me the fuck know if you watch next level chef we, you know, maybe someone does. I'm sure someone does. <laughs> yes. I was saying, I said this on somewhere. Where did I say this? That I said network television is not something that New Yorkers consume. Where were we talking about that? We were on Kendrick's podcast. Yeah. This is essentially just a podcast recapping our appearance on oh, Kendrick's Kendrick. podcast. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but, you know, I just, network TV comes to me very late. I love network TV. Unfortunately, it's, it's coming back, baby. It's coming back. Okay. Based on what? What shows? Well, Abbott Elementary is on network. Yes. Grand Crew is on network. Um, Next Level Chef is on network. <laughs> you, you need to be a Gordon Ramsay influencer, please. I actually don't like him that much. I just, I, yeah, I like this I don't show. like him either. He's kind of an ass. But yes, anyways. That's not, a, that's not a hot take. Um, no, okay, well, famously. we'll talk to you guys soon. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.